Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Phillips Levin of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today. You know what today is. It's Picks Day here on the 1012. I am making picks with my two good friends, Chris Ross. That is me, yes. And uh, I think I'm winning this whole thing, so let's go. <laughs> that That is me. Very, uh, very astute, sir. And Daniel Alexander. Here I am, ready to roll. Uh, same old narrative as every year. Start off slow, and then uh, catch up and win the whole thing at the end. Let's rock. Don't call. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Um, so to recap, before we get to this week's uh, picks, we need to uh, to recap last week. Uh, Chris and I, uh, I guess the tied winners. We both went four and three. Daniel, uh, two and five, and our guest picker Rob Rowe. Three and four. Uh, Chris hit on Coastal Carolina, minus 25. Uh, hit on Iowa, four. plus four and a half. We all did on that one. Uh, hit on uh, Penn State, minus 21 and a half. And hit on BYU with his upset pick. Missed on Oklahoma State, minus 12. Missed on TCU, minus 11. And missed on Texas, minus six and a half. Uh, Dan, Chris, how do, you, how, do you, how do you feel after last week? You're, you're four and three last week. Two straight winning weeks. Ten and six overall. Leader in the the clubhouse. How you feeling? I feel pretty good, especially uh, Coastal Carolina train still going. Uh, but you know, in general, I think a, a few of the Big Twelve games kind of let me down. It was kind of what we feared out of Iowa State, Iowa, um, but Texas. I mean, ouch! That that was just that was horrible. And, and, and yeah, so. Uh, not great, but again, I feel like maybe uh, we overreacted to week one a little bit. I mean, don't we always? Don't we always? Let's be honest here. Uh, Daniel hit on under 51.5 in Oklahoma State, Tulsa. Hit on Iowa plus 4.5 like we all did. Uh, many misses. Missed on the under 52.5 in Kansas Coastal. Missed on TCU minus 11. Missed on the under 57 in Texas, Arkansas. Missed on the Minnesota under 54. And, uh, I mean, it was a bowl pick on your dog of the week, UAB, uh, against Georgia. And, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. Like it was a bowl pick, but it wasn't, it was bad. It was bad showing. It wasn't good. Yeah. They, uh, UAB, I don't know if anyone watched, but they only fielded seven guys on offense and defense for the whole game. So that's why I missed it by so much. Hey, that Minnesota <laughs> and, uh, Minnesota under and that Texas under both are, qualifying borderline bad beats. I mean, those things were looking like they were both going to cash. Uh, that, that Minnesota win, I thought it was going to cash, but Miami, Ohio just all of a sudden, you know, looked like 
Case Keenum's Houston with someone there like 13 years ago, just <laughs> scoring nonstop out of nowhere in the fourth quarter. And then um, Texas, Arkansas with three, nothing at the end. It was a nothing, nothing or three, nothing end of the first. And then what did they combine for like 31 points or something in the fourth quarter? It was so stupid. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, come on. Both it was 13, nothing at half. It was looking pretty good. It was, it was looking really good. Looking and great. Just, you know, crazy. and then, and that just happens though, you know, two bad beats there. And, um, TCU that was frustrating on paper they played really well uh uh they sort of won that game like on paper big time for three and a half quarters I mean they still got the win but Cal was able to hang around and uh yeah you know let's just bounce back back and cash it this week yeah absolutely um I hit over 52 in Kansas Coastal hit the under 51 and a half in Oklahoma State Tulsa hit Iowa plus four and a half and my dog of the week, BYU, uh, makes me 2-0 and in dogs of the week. Very happy about that. Missed on TCU minus 11. Missed on Texas minus 6.5. Missed on Syracuse plus 2.5. That one was uh, that one was close. It was like nil-nil and half. And Syracuse, uh, they let me down. They let me down. They really did. Um, so, uh, like I said, Chris and I both 4-3 and three last week. Chris, 10-6 and six overall so far. I am 9-7 and seven overall. Daniel, 2-5. and 7-9 and nine overall. Uh, we've got a uh, we've got a loaded slate this week. We've got eight Big Twelve games, including our first conference game. And we've got our non Big Twelve and our dog of the week. Uh, before we dive into that, don't forget uh, we will make three of these games available in our pick three on Symbol dot app. Uh, so far, leader in the clubhouse after two weeks is KJ Giles with five total correct. I got one at four, whole bunch at three. Um, we have a weekly winners out of this. We'll pick however many people have the best record. We had quite a few people with two. No one had a perfect score last week. Uh, so one of the people who got two corrects going to get a nice prize pack from us once the stupid koozies come in. I promise it's going to happen. I got we'll, we'll get it out. Um, but we're giving weekly prizes. We're going to have a grand prize at the end, whoever has the best score. And at this point, it's still anybody's game. Still plenty of time to enter and jump in. Still have a chance at, at winning the whole thing. So if you want the link to join, it's free to participate. All you do is sign up for free, participate in our pick three. We're going to have three games this week. I ran a poll on Twitter to pick one of them. And congrats, Kansas State, Nevada. You guys have moved up into the one of the picks we'll make this week, as well as West Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Kansas Baylor, because we're not going to miss the first conference game of the week. So those are the going to be three games that you will pick against the spread this week with Daniel and Chris and myself. So if you'd like the link, hit us up on, it will be in the show notes. You can hit us up, hit us up on Twitter, the DMs at... 1012 network you can hit us up in the dms on instagram at 1012 pod uh, we have email 1012 podcast gmail.com if you'd like to check us out there uh, and we will get that link to you in case you don't check it out in the show notes uh, speaking of symbol they are a sponsor of the 1012 podcast and most of the 1012 network very excited to have them here if you haven't checked out symbol yet symbol the stock market for sports Okay. Allows you to trade sports teams like stocks, earn cash payouts when your teams win. Uh, Simple has blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. As I have mentioned, I've got two shares. I got one share of Kansas, Kansas, one share of Kansas State. Kansas State gave me a little, uh, little dividend after their win last week. I, uh, I feel, I feel pretty good about at least one, maybe two, maybe two this week. We'll see what happens with Kansas and Baylor. Uh, this is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to, to get little wins. It's a lot of fun to look at how teams are trending. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about making my next purchase soon. Uh, Baylor's a little bit low, and I, I want to get them before they go on a little bit of a run because I think I think they might. Baylor's a good option. Oklahoma's still there. Every Big 12 team on the board. Daniel, how, how's your portfolio looking? I was going to say, can I give a shout-out to my TCU share? I bought of it course. at 30, 39 bucks or something, $39.5 share of TCU. It's up to 43 bucks. It's uh, paid me some dividends now. It's 2-0. Uh, as we stated before this whole thing started, I'm long TCU. Let's go Horned Frogs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold that thing for a while. Like I said, I think they're going over their win total. I'm seeing eight or nine wins, especially uh, conference play starting up for them, I believe, next week. Uh, and so I'm in it for the long haul with them. I, I, I'm going to cash it out, hopefully – maybe 50 something bucks and take a bunch of dividends along the way. And there it is. I like no your heads no one, no one ever likes to hear about someone else's winning stocks. 
<laughs> no one ever wants to hear someone talk about that. Hey, I bought if... TCU for 39 and I've already almost made 10%. <laughs> Point is, go check it out for yourself. So go to symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot app, A-P-P. Sign up for free, poke around, check it out, see what you like. When you deposit your first $25, use the promo code NETWORK12, NETWORK12, because we have an exclusive offer for the 1012 Network. Uh, they're going to hold a drawing to give away two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing to one person, one person. So use the promo code NETWORK12, deposit $25, and you'll be entered in to win two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. And of course, you can click the link to do so in the show notes as well. So symbol.app or symbol.com. Network 12, $25 deposit. Be entered in to win two free tickets to a Big 12 game. And don't forget, you can sign up for a pick three completely for free and join us, make picks against Chris and Daniel and myself. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate pit, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. All right, so let's dive into our picks. We do chronological order as always. Um, And let's see. You know what? I think it's only fair. Uh... Daniel's gone first. Chris has gone first. I think this is the this week. It's my turn to go first out of the gate. We're going to kick off with Oklahoma and Nebraska. That game, 11 a.m. on Fox. You know, the 11 a.m. kickoff that doomed the Big 12. At the moment, hold on, I got to pull it up. It's ready to go. And I got to find, there it is. Okay. At the moment, Oklahoma is a 22, 22 and a half point favorite. Uh, over under around 62, depending upon where you, where you shop. You know, it's always important to shop around. No, never just settle for the first price you find. I'm going to be honest here. I can get this uh, uh, Oklahoma 22 and a half, and that's great because I'm going to take Nebraska to cover. And here's why. Lincoln Riley at home as a favorite since 2018 is 10 and 10 against the spread. They couldn't cover week one. I mean, week two, you played an FCS team, so of course you did. They're pretty much kind of whatever. I, I don't buy this Nebraska team. I don't think they're great. Um, I think OU's prime for this game because of all the talk about it. And I do think they're going to come out, and I do think they're going to show out. But OU's history of, of not covering. We've seen what they do in the second half of games. I think their defense is still figuring some things out. I, I just... OU's going to win this game, and it's not going to be a problem. But I don't think they cover. So I'm going to take Nebraska plus 22 and a half in this one. Daniel, where do you want to go? I'm going to curse Oklahoma here, and I'm going to guarantee that you're going to win your pick because uh, I like Oklahoma. And I think – I haven't done it. We can go back and check. I think I'm probably – Oh, and 19 taking Oklahoma as a favorite here on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, just something crazy. It's like every single time I'm lured back in and I like a number on Oklahoma, they just, they don't make it happen. I, I, crap. I think I loved them when they lost to K state last year. I was like, I think I, what was that? 35 and a half or something. I think I loved oh, that yeah. number. So, so I might even be giving Nebraska a win here because there's a lot of Oklahoma 22 hanging out there. Nebraska, it's like they still had trouble moving the ball against Buffalo. They didn't even look that good against Fordham two weeks ago. It's like if Oklahoma's defense can get a clue, and I'm not going to count last week. Oh, would they win 69 to nothing or something, Oklahoma? Like, yeah. It's, you know, the offense, yeah. yeah the, the offense is there. I feel like if Oklahoma's defense can get a clue, you know, with a total of 62 – this just feels like if Oklahoma could just play their game, I don't see how Nebraska covers that number with 62 points. I mean, that means Nebraska's scoring like high 20s. You know what I mean? It's like, are they going to do that against Oklahoma? Oklahoma better hope not if they're, if they're legit. Nebraska can't go out and hang 30 if Oklahoma wants to look good at all. So there it is, Oklahoma minus 22. 
Yeah, I mean, Nebraska's going to come out, and they're going to punch above their weight class because of the rivalry, because of the high, because of they're getting discredited in this game. But this game is in Norman, and if OU shows up for a quarter, that spread is done. It's I, – I, I'm with you, Daniel. It, it's one of those I – you know, maybe – Maybe this is bad luck, but uh, I'm going to take OU to cover because, like I said, if if Nebraska, I expect it to be close in the first half. I expect them to hang around a little bit, um, make it look interesting, make you think, oh, no. But then in the third quarter, you know, in the blink of an eye, OU's jumped up and covered the spread. Very possible. Very possible. I mean, I'm just trying to play with the numbers here. I'm playing the numbers. I'm I'm ignoring any gut feeling and riding with it. Okay. Uh, Also at 11 a.m., this one on FS1, arguably the best game of the week. Uh, Our good friend Kelly Ford, who was on the show on Monday, basically his numbers state this is the best one of the best games of the weekend. Uh, It's the best game of the Big 12. Virginia Tech on the road at West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia are currently about a three-point favorite uh, and an over-under of around 50 and a half. Chris, where do you want to go here? So I'm glad you picked me first because I forgot to say something about the previous game. Uh, I put a poll out on the LGD Twitter uh, with all the about the numbers about where they opened up at, you know, and see where the fans were at on the picks. And 81.8% picked OU to cover. That's pretty high. Um, to compare that to this game, only 66.4% picked West Virginia to cover the, the two and a half. I need to see something from Daggy before I can pick the Mountaineers. And no, Long Island doesn't count. I didn't even know they had a football team until last week. Um, I, I expect Daggy's up and his up and down play to continue. I in these kind of situations, I just don't trust him to get the job done. West or Virginia Tech has proven themselves already this year. They have a solid win. I would love to be wrong, but I'm going to take the Hokies plus three. If I can get it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, best I can get for you if you want to cover is. Yeah, I think it's just three. I don't see yeah. three and a half anywhere. The, Perfect. Yeah, plus three. The only thing West Virginia has going for them in this game is it's at West Virginia. Well, Daniel, what do you think? This is a fascinating line. You and I were sort of you know, talking before we're rolling here of like, it seems like everyone on earth is like, oh, Virginia Tech, Hokies, they, you know, they're going to lines wrong wrong team favorite all this kind of stuff but this line opened at three limits have been raised which means guys who want to bet some real money can bet and this game's still sitting at three no one has no no big respected group no respected money has stepped up yet and bet the Hokies and three is a key number you know we're talking a total of only 50 three's a big deal and when I go look at any moves made on the game Funny enough, just uh, Pinnacle, West Virginia was hit uh, two days ago, basically at a money line. And then West Virginia was hit again at two and a half over at Parks Casino earlier today. So it's like, okay, huh. Everyone in the world loves Virginia Tech, plus three. The line is still plus three. The only two moves are on West Virginia. 70% of the bets coming in are on Virginia Tech. Look, I... (laughs) I don't know where to go with this game because I'm with everyone else in the world. I test says Virginia tech. That just tells me West Virginia is the right side. You know, if we're, if everyone's standing back and going, Oh, okay. Yeah. Virginia tech, what plus three, that's gotta be the bet. That's so easy layup. Well, I've done this long enough to know that means I'm wrong. Line stinks. I'm taking West Virginia minus three. That's uh, funny. I, because two and I, and have, half. I have another game like that coming up. Okay. Yeah, circa, circa I get you two and a half. half. Yeah, circa. Yeah. My boys. Uh, that's that's what I believe we call. Uh, also, uh, I see BetMGM has it at two and a half. And uh, well, point is, um, that's what we call shopping around. Oh no, no, no. That's what we call fade the public. Correct. Uh, when you're just like, this is what the public thinks. This is this is I the mean, general consensus. I, I, I fading the public is, is sort of it's one tool out of eighty right? Or whatever, a hundred. I never sure. like to just say, I'm just fading the public. And that's the only thing I'm going off of because, hey, the public's right all the time. Public's right 50% of the time. You know, I mean, you got to be right 52% of the time to be profitable. So it's like half the time the public is right. Um, now, when I'm also thinking like the public, and I also think 
this line can't be right. This is unbelievable. Well, then that's when I question myself. This feels like West Virginia all day. Home favorite, line freeze, sub 40 yeah. tickets, Mountaineers. So here's what's interesting to me. You look at Virginia Tech so far this season. The under has hit both times and, and by a lot. Um, it was set at 63 and a half against North Carolina. The It was a 27 was the total. Set at 54 and a half against Middle Tennessee. It's 49. Uh, West Virginia hit the under against Maryland because their offense is kind of what it yeah, is. Slid right under there. Um, oh, wait. No, see that over. It was total is 57. It was at uh, 54. Yes, I put three points. So I look at this and that under's low. That under's low at 50 and a half. That's not, I think I see a 51 at Peppermill if I'm looking properly. Um, that's it. That's that's a low number, and I'm I'm typically not one as much as I like taking under to take something that low. I usually want to. It's that's not a lot of wiggle room um, at that low, but I kind of like the under here because I I I feel like Virginia Tech's the right play, but I also don't. I also just don't know if I really think Virginia Tech's that good. Like I. For Vegas to put West Virginia at three under at minus three, they're at home. I, that basically tells me it's closer to a pick 'em. Like we maybe West Virginia bounces back. I just I don't like the line in this one. I kind of like the under, especially if you don't believe in West Virginia's offense that much. And I'm not a daggy guy. It's awfully low, but. I get 50 in it. I get it. Yeah, 51. I'm just going to go ahead and take the under 51 because, man, I, I just I don't feel good about this line in a way. Like, I cannot get a good read on this game whatsoever. And, and for me, it's it's Diggy. It's the, the tight, like, rivalry game. You know, can't, is he the guy to go get it done? Is he the guy you trust to get it done? And for me, it's a no. It's just a no, and that's that's basically my, my entire pick. So, of course, this game is going to start at 11 a.m. Central Time. At one hour later, while this game is going on, I expect that as, as much as West Virginia fans will be focusing on this game, they're also going to be on their laptops, on their computers, and on their phones at homefieldapparel.com because this Saturday, Big News Saturday Season 2, Week 16, is none other than... I'm sorry, Week 15. is none other than West Virginia. And based off some of the things that West Homefield is hinting at, and some of the lines that have come out in Big News Saturday Season 2 so far this year, I am so excited to see what is going to be unveiled. I cannot wait to put something into my cart. I know West Virginia fans, you feel the same way. So here's what you want to do. If you're new to the show or if you've listened to it a bunch and you just want to remember, Network 12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, is going to get you 15% off your first order because i promise once it comes out you're not gonna be like i'll take one shirt you're gonna want more than one so you're also gonna that's good because all orders of 70 dollars or more get free shipping i'm so jacked i'm so jacked to have another big 12 school of course they have other big 12 schools oklahoma state texas tech texas baylor iowa state um some future additions as well byu is on there as is ucf it's very so is houston cincinnati get it together I'm jacked for this West Virginia line. I cannot wait to see what it is. I, I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see it. I'm so excited to get a West Virginia shirt. I'm, I'm very excited, as, as you can tell. I keep saying excited. I don't know another word for it. Like jacked, pumped, um, thrilled, uh, greatly been anticipating. I've been had this secret, this knowledge for so long, and I'm ready for the day to finally be here. Network 12. Get you 15% off your first order. Be rocking the most comfortable vintage college football and West Virginia apparel this college football season. Your home for everything Kansas Jayhawks is the Rock Chalk Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Metz, and every week we run through the most important stories for all your favorite Kansas programs, whether it's football, soccer, or tennis, volleyball or basketball, baseball and softball, or any other Jayhawk competition, we have it. We have game previews and recaps, interviews with coaches and others close to the team, and analysis from those who pay close attention to all of these programs. You can find us by searching for Rock Chalk Podcast on your favorite platform, so start listening today. All right, moving on down the list. Um, the game that I said is my game of the week, one I am very interested in, one that we, you will be able to pick in our pick three at 1 o'clock kickoff. Another big ESPN Plus game for Kansas State because apparently ESPN doesn't like Kansas State. Kansas State and Nevada. Nevada 
a two-point favorite in this game. That's right. Kansas State is a dog. Uh, Over-under set at 50 and a half. Look, I get it. Um, I thought that Vegas would put this line out, and it would be West, it would be Kansas State, you know, at home by a, by a touchdown or at least. And I was going to say, great, give me Nevada. Not to win, but to cover. Because, guys, Skylar Thompson is not playing on Saturday. He's out for a few weeks, and I am not a Will Howard believer. Did you know that Kansas State hasn't thrown a touchdown yet this season? They don't have a passing touchdown. They don't have a passing touchdown. I'm going to repeat that one more time for you. They don't have a passing touchdown. Carson Strong is quite good for Nevada. He's, he's, he's quite good. You're hearing NFL buzz about him. This is a well-coached Nevada team. This is a good Nevada team. This is an underrated game. It's going to be an exciting game. I'm pumped to watch this. I'm sad it's on ESPN+. And I get why Nevada is favored. I am not a Will Howard guy either. But I, I think even without Skylar Thompson, I'm riding with the Wildcats. I think Kansas State wins this game. So I will take Kansas State plus two over Nevada. Chris? Yeah, the uh, the Twitter votes are on your side. They're taking Kansas State plus two and a half at 69.3% of the vote. But Chris Klein, or Coach Klein, Coach Klein on his knees says everything you need to know about what Skylar Thompson means to this program. It's just a brutal loss. Thankfully, it does seem like maybe it's not quite as bad as they feared. He might be back by the end of the season. I hope that's true. I would love for the team to rally and go get Thompson the win here, and they might just for that reason. But money on the line, I have to go to with Nevada. Uh, I think I can get it one and a half. I, I just think yes. the Wolfpack is too good, and Kansas State, we don't know about them too right now. It is a good Nevada team. I, I, yeah. People don't. It's not a team people pay attention to a lot, so I get it. But this team beat Cal on the road by more than uh, than TCU did. Uh, Daniel, what are you thinking here? Uh, just for anybody wondering, since we're talking about Skylar Thompson, uh, Matthew Metcalf, bookmaker over at Circa. In this game, he was worth eight points to the spread. Kansas State would have opened minus six um, if he was playing. Um, wow. That seems significant. It is. It's really significant. Where I feel like it's significant is for K-State's offense. Um, I liked the offense with Skyler. I don't know that I loved it. We have two stout, I'm going to say disciplined defenses. Uh, Nevada has kept chunk plays down. I think K-State's going to be hard-pressed to find chunk plays. This feels like an under to me. I'm actually surprised that it's gotten up to over 50 and a half. Um, I mean, you know, that's sort of implying like a 27, 24. I don't know that it gets there. This feels more like a, sort of a Nevada Cal game, you know, a, a 21, 17, 24, 20, something like that. Both teams dogfight in the teens late in the game. And it's going to be one possession. Uh, give me the under here. Just but. Uh, Without Skyler, I don't trust K-State's defense yet. Nevada, or excuse me, offense yet. Nevada D is stout enough. Uh, any 51s out there? I think we just got 50 oh, and a half. All I see is 50 and a half. Yeah, I'll take it. Under. All right. All right. This was the opened at 55 and a half. And but but now again, that was for a split second. We were okay. talking about that before we hit record here. Those numbers are yeah. they get eaten up immediately. Yeah, I, for good reason. For good yeah. reason there. Um, all right, we have our first Big 12 game Conference game of the season, uh, Varnburner, I'm I'm sure Kansas, uh, gonna welcome the Baylor Bears to Lawrence. This game is uh, 2:30 kickoff, also on ESPN Plus. Baylor, currently the favorite at 18, 17 and a half. If you want to find it, uh, over under at 49 and a half in this one. Chris, where you want to go? You know, surprisingly. This was the uh, most lopsided vote for Twitter of the week. Again, over at the underscore LGG on Twitter. 84.2% of the vote was on Baylor to cover. But no one, nobody impressed me more than Jason Bean last week. 
that kid can he can football. He is good. <laughs> Unfortunately, the rest of the team is not they cannot football. They are not very good. Jason Bean needs to run the football down to them downfield and hand it to them in order to complete a catch, apparently. I think I think Bean's gonna be impressive again, but the more defenses key on him, um, Baylor got some footage on him now. His job's just gonna get that much harder. I like Baylor to cover. I I think I get a seventeen and a half. Uh yes, that is what I can get you is a seventeen and a half. This opened the over under on this opened at forty four and a half. It's been bet up to forty nine and a half. I think that's the best I can do. Look, I've I've explained my simple principle. Um, I shied away against FCS. I went for the over against Coastal, and it hit for me. And uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quit a good thing. You know, you just don't quit a good thing. There's no reason to fix what ain't broken. So if we all have half, our and, hey, yes, Mister Coastal, um, at forty nine and a half. That's a, that's a number that's low. And I know Baylor's got a good defense. And their offense didn't look great against Texas State. And yes, it looked great against Texas Southern last week. But I think Kansas can do enough on there and to push this over. So I am taking over 49 and a half. I just, I am. Kansas's defense is better, but it's still the perfect defense to make, and, and enough offense to make sure that that over is going to hit as it does. Daniel, what do you think? Um... Full disclosure, I hate this game. I wish I didn't have to. Make, I wish I didn't have to make a bet on it. Um, well, you don't have to put any actual money on it, so that's so you know it's. <laughs> oh, I guess we we did we need to disclose there as well. I did bet <laughs> under fifty one and a half. I have already made that bet with real dollars, so okay. that bet is in, and I don't love it. I love. The I already hate this by, bet, but I've already made it. <laughs> well, it's just. I, I mean, I play my numbers right, like like, and when it comes down to it, by Saturday morning. I'm probably going to have real money on Baylor, and I hate it. It just feels so dirty. Um, I, I believe I believe that that says you might have a problem, Daniel. That we need to, <laughs> no, no, we need, no. I, I don't mean that part. <laughs> I, I mean uh, uh, betters who make numbers, who who model stuff, they're going to know what I'm saying. Sometimes um, you bet your numbers, and you just can't believe it. You're like, no, wait, there's no way this is going to win. This is so bad. And then you win, and it's like, well, yeah, I should just trust my work. Uh, all of my work says take Baylor. I hate that everybody on planet Earth also wants to bet Baylor. Uh, I hate that Chris's poll had, what, 84% of people on Baylor. It's like, oh, gosh, here we go again. We're all going to lose. Kansas is going to rally, have some late touchdown. They're going to cover. They're going to lose by 15 points on some pointless touchdown with a minute left. Baylor either covers this or they lose straight up. That's what it feels like. I, I hate Baylor. I hate Kansas. Give me Baylor seventeen and a half, and it's begrudgingly. That's that's all so of my fun. work. My historical stuff says Baylor. My numbers have a small edge on Baylor. I think this line should be closer to twenty-one. Oh, man, it's painful. <laughs> this is fun. I like it. Uh, okay, let's move on down the schedule. Texas Tech uh, facing off against uh, FIU. Six o'clock kickoff on ESPN Plus. Texas Tech looking to go three and zero in non-conference for the first time. And I don't know. It's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, Texas Tech currently a twenty-point favorite uh, over under at fifty-four. Though I think there's a little bit of variation on that depending upon where you look. Daniel, what do you think, sir? Before we get to what bet I'm taking on this. Let's say Texas Tech wins this game. Okay, let's just give that. To, let's just say say it out loud. They're three and zero. You go pull up the rest of their schedule, and maybe I'm biased here. I don't know that I see two wins. I'm just going to throw that out there for the listeners. Okay, there's some big donations going down once we get to four wins or five wins. And assuming Texas Tech takes care of business, they're twenty point favorites. You know they're something like an 88 percentile, 94 percentile chance to win the game. You go pull up the rest of their slate. I don't know that there's two wins there. Okay. Just some food for thought moving forward here. Now, FIU is a very bad team. Uh, they perform poorly on the field. Uh, awful recruiting for like three or four years now. Um, well-documented what I feel about Texas Tech. I actually feel like 
this game is going to go to the under. There's been there's one sharp move that hit it at 55 and a half to the under, and I think Texas Tech their defense has has overperformed uh, really well on like second and third downs. I think you might have even posted something about that Texas Tech. Uh, yeah, doing. let me find that real quick. Um, that was a tweet, and I want to. I want to. You go ahead and keep. Yeah, yeah. Texas Tech. I mean, they could be overperforming a little bit, but hey, to start the season, I thought they were going to be really hurting on defense, and they haven't been. FIU is inept uh, offensively. Texas Tech has a little bit of life defensively. This feels like the classic favorite to the under at home. I still see some fifty-four and a half. So now oh, there's one. 54 is the real number. Give that to me under Texas Tech. Under 54? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that tweet from Ryan Manville. I'll make sure I give uh, the correct credit here. Texas Tech opponents are just 10 of 37, 27% on third down so far this season, making them the second best third down defense in the Big 12 so far. The only problem, the opponents are also 10 of 13, basically 77% on fourth down. So if you don't get it on the third one, just go for it on the fourth. You probably will. Uh, that is a wild stat for Texas Tech. Um, I mean, look, it, in Texas Tech's defense, you know, we don't know about those fourth downs. Those fourth downs situations are probably like half a yard, one yard. You know what I mean? Two yards. Whereas third down, you know, third and five, third and eight, third and 12, things like that. So I, I don't want to discredit it too much by looking at the, the fourth down performance. Look, I'm giving Texas Tech some credit here. You believe hey, it? You are. You are. Uh, no, I can't. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that after Tyler's uh, no-show performance, uh, the Red Raider fans have to be a little nervous about their their bet uh, on the over win total. But this is a game. I think uh, he he rebounds nicely, and uh, there's not a lot to say that you guys haven't already said. Texas Tech, I. I, it's a big line for them, but I'll take them to cover it. Oh, the Twitter, the Twitter poll, by the way, this is one of the closest uh, polls we had this week. And let me find it. Oh, they fifty-six uh, percent of the vote took Tech to cover. Okay, which okay. that's mostly Tech fans voting. If that says anything, probably. Um, when when talking about uh, FIU. For this weekend uh, in his uh, his weekly press conference, uh, Matt Wells said, "Quote: They have our attention. They are a good team. They beat Miami two years ago. They're very athletic, very well coached. Our attention is probably heightened with the disappointment in the way we played on offense and special teams last week." Uh, said he'd like to play better on third and long. We were outstanding on third down, but part of the issue was allowing third and longs to become fourth and shorts in a go in a in a go situation for SFA. Um, as, as much coach speak as that is, I kind of buy the idea that after nearly losing to an FCS team at home, um, coming down to the final final plays and closing seconds of the game, I, I do kind of think this team's like the high of the Houston win has has worn off and, and they need to bounce back big. 20 points is a lot. It is. But FIU's really bad. Like, really bad. And I could see this being a situation where Texas Tech is perfectly happy to put it on FIU to feel to get that shine back, feel real good about themselves after a really disappointing game against Stephen F. Austin last week. So I don't I don't love Chris like you. I, it's I hate taking anybody favored by that much, um, but I will take Tech minus twenty as well. I I think they are. I do think, despite the coach speak, that they're probably taking this game at least fairly seriously uh, with an understanding of it's one last tune-up to get things right before conference play starts. Because they have a conference play on the road at Texas, which is, you know, what I, despite what happened against Arkansas, that's still a big game for Texas Tech. Speaking of Texas, uh, that's who we're moving to next. Texas uh, kind of welcome Rice in their final tune-up game before Big 12, try and bounce back from their very, very disappointing uh, performance against Arkansas last week. Uh, Texas is currently about a 25 and a half point favorite over under around 52 and a half against Rice. Folks, Rice is not, it's not good. Granted, Rice played better against Arkansas than Texas did, so we have a similar opponent. 
man, I have a hard time with this one because I, I don't think rice is, is particularly good. Um, they're part of why we, you know, how they performed against Arkansas was why we thought Arkansas wasn't very good. I believe, if I remember correctly, Rice either like led in that game before Arkansas pulled away in the second half. Uh, and then they just got crushed 44-7 to by a Houston team that looked bad against Texas Tech because not only do we overreact to week one, usually by week two we still don't know anything and it takes three weeks to start to figure things out as to who teams are. So Rice, not great. But uh, they have done one thing so far. They've hit the over in their games twice. Uh, Texas had the under against Louisiana. The over hit against Arkansas in large part because of the work that Arkansas did. Uh, They are making a change at quarterback to to Casey Thompson from Hudson Card, who I think better fits what this offense currently is. So Rice isn't very good defensively, but they're going to probably, so they'll probably give up a lot of points. And they'll put up a few on their own. I expect a few points from from Rice. And Texas is going to try and and make things look good. And oftentimes teams that struggle in the first few games have that like final tune-up non-conference game where they look really impressive. And then it's it's also kind of deceiving. I'm going to take the over in this game. Because I like, yeah, Texas probably covers, but I don't. I'm already taking a, a, a cover of by 20 points. That's that's enough for me. Uh, 52 and a half, which it looks like the lowest I can get it at. I feel pretty good about this going over. Not like way over, but over enough to make me feel comfortable. So I'm going to take over 52 and a half in this game. Uh, Chris, what do you want? Is Texas still here? Yikes. Uh, that was embarrassing. And uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch the SEC SEC shorts video. It's just amazing. <laughs> you knew that. Uh, the really Longhorns. You knew yeah. It, it was amazing. Hey, man, if the Longhorns think they're ready for SEC play, good luck. Um, they're just never going to win another game again, I guess. Uh, no, but Texas. Rice is that bad. And for a lot of the reasons you said, I do like. Texas to, to bounce back. 60% of the vote was on Texas to cover. I think I get at the Longhorns at 25 and a half. Rice is pretty bad. Texas bounces back. But hey, I think uh, when Steve uh, Sarkeesian said that he didn't have a quarterback he liked, dude was telling the truth. Uh, yeah, 25 and a half. That's what I can get you. Daniel, what do you think? Uh, rare pick for me here. I'm coming along with you on the over. Rarely do I take overs here. There's a couple clues. Well, first off, uh, what's his name? Bloomberg. I think Rice's head coach, uh, Mike Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Um, Bloom, Bloom, is it Blum, Bloomgren? Bloomgren. Yeah, Bloomgren. Excuse me. Sorry yeah, about that. I was that. like, Bloomberg no, no, is no, the dude, guy I, I, in New York. <laughs> I, I, I always butcher names. Yeah, Bloomgren. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe he's 10 and 2 in non-conference games to the over. Uh and they blow it out. Like like his his margin of going over in on a conference games is like they go over by like eight, nine, ten points. Um, it's really impressive. And I don't really know why. Some sort of, you know, you know, we we talked about sometimes, you know, teams prep differently non-conference than conference. Um, I, I've talked to some guys before that have worked on some staffs that say, yeah, some non-conference week it's like offense gets all the reps, defense gets nothing. So I don't know if that's what's going on it, it, you know, at their practices, but he, he blows out the over when they take it. So I'm seeing the other clue I got is there's no moves on the under. This thing opened at 52 and a half, 53, sort of across the board. And by now, if anyone sharp or any big groups thought that number was wrong, there'd be some hits on the under already at this point. And there's none of them. There's a few small moves to the over. We have an unchanged line, non-conference coach that loves to go over. I liked your point about Texas trying to maybe do a little tune-up you know, hey, we looked so bad last week, conference coming, or we want to show out a little, we want to score at home for the fans, whatever you want to call it. I'm riding with you here on this over, 52 and a half. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, we've got two night games this weekend. First up, Oklahoma State, 8 o'clock p.m. kickoff, FS1. The kids will be in bed. This will be perfect. Uh, they're going to the blue turf to fix Boise State. Boise State currently. A four-point favorite. I think I can find three and a half maybe still. Uh, yep, yeah, there's a couple. That's good. Um, Over-under at 54 and a half. This one's been bet up to 57 
and a half. Chris, what do you want to do here? Man, listen, the, the Cowboys offensive line is not good. This was the closest uh, results we had in, our, in the Twitter polls all week. And only 50.6, so 50.6, just over 50% took Oklahoma State to, you know, to, to get the cover. But like I said, the, the offensive line is bad. The offense can't find any rhythm. The Cowboys, you know, they got the win against Boise in 2018. I like Boise to return the favor at home for them. And, you know, they get a shot at a Big 12 team. I'm They're looking to make a statement. I would love to be wrong here, but I'm going to take Boise State minus three and a half, I think. I'm surprised by this line. Um, I'm going to be taking a total, but I'm surprised that if, if OK State had any semblance of offense up to this point in the season, this line would be shorter. Maybe even a pick or, or, or Oklahoma State would be even favored. Boise State has very little success running the ball. Uh, they had some really lucky plays against Central Florida um, a couple weeks ago. Oklahoma State, as we talked about, their defense is a great unit. It's going to keep them in the game. Boise State has a great front seven. Oklahoma State better stay away from all that running that you're posting about, Philip. Um, and I'll let you dive into that. But I'm shocked at this total of 57.5. This feels so much lower. This feels like some dogfight down in the teens, you know, similar to that K-State Nevada game. I mean, this is going to be Boise State's front seven controlling the game, Oklahoma State's defense controlling it on their side. I don't see where the points come from here. Give me that under all day long, 57 and a half. Love it. Uh, you and I are in agreement again. I think Boise's probably the right side. Here's, here's, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. The OSU fans that are hoping like, well, they were just super conservative. Keegan coming at me on Twitter. They're, they're just being conservative. They're being conservative. They're being conservative. Sure. Yes, they probably were. That is what Gundy does. Um, when, I was going to say, when is Gundy not conservative? Well, especially in games that they, they don't care about. Um, we thought Boise would win last when they met in Stillwater. And then they came out and played fantastic. And OSU won that game pretty easily. Um I think OSU will do more this week. Spencer Sanders is in his second game, so he's had the possibility, the chance to shake off the offseason rust last week in his first game of the season. Um, and maybe the wide receivers will be healthy. Maybe the older guys will be healthy. Maybe Braden Johnson and Tay Martin will be back. The defense is good. Um, I'm not I'm not worried about them. They gave up 16 points last week. The, last, the other touchdown was a pick six. I think Boise's probably the right side here. But I can also see OSU doing a, hey, they go out and win a big game that no one expects them to win this week, and then they drop to, they drop the game against Baylor next week. It would be the very Oklahoma State thing to do. But I, I think I agree with Daniel on the under here. Like, Boise State's got a good defense. They like to trick you and fool you and, and mask things to throw you off. Boise will put up some points. But, yeah, this feels like two teams scoring in the low 20s. I think this stays under. I will take under 57 and a half as well. I think Boise is probably the right side and a close one, but but I, I like the under better. See, my gut reaction here is my gut reaction here is that Oklahoma State, the last few seasons, they've had one game where they've shown you what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's going to be a conference play. And to Daniel saying he thinks it's going to be close, grudge fight, I actually think that this could get out of hand. Um, if the if the Oklahoma State defense starts to get overwhelmed or they start to get tired and the Oklahoma State, the offense can't just do anything for them, the, I think Boise would love to an opportunity to to run one up on a Big Twelve team. We, we don't take off their we don't need to go take out their frustration the that, that they didn't get picked to join the conference on, a, on <laughs> Oklahoma State. We don't need to like go off the rails too much on this game. I can't see Boise State. Like I don't understand how they could have any sort of running success. So like, I feel like it would be hard pressed for them to like get a lead and then milk it. Like I can't see them moving the chains on round. I mean, sure, if Oklahoma State defense does absolutely nothing all game long and they didn't get off the bus and Boise State can go up and down the field, sure, it can get out of hand. I guess I just can't see 
I can't see a path to where Boise State gets up big and then just keeps it unless Oklahoma State's just a flat out team. And we're not, you know, and we're talking about them as if they're not flat out bad. You follow me? So, I mean, I guess, I guess we can find out, but I, I, I guess I'm saying I disagree. I don't know. Boise State, big lead. Yeah. I, I don't see how it will be the first time I've been wrong. For sure. I mean, neither. No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey no, no, no. Me neither. And, and at least I, I would love to be wrong here. As an Oklahoma State guy, I would absolutely <laughs> love to be wrong. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, I don't know how you all like to do football season, whether you prefer to tailgate, you, you watch at home. You know, one of the things that I love is lighting up the grill. It's the fall. It's cooler weather. It's a perfect time to open a beer, light up the grill. Whether you want some, some grilled veggies, maybe you like to do breakfast on there. It's really fun on a griddle. You've never done grilled. I've never done a griddle breakfast before. It's it's quite fun. Um, and what better way to enjoy your tailgate, your grill, during college football season than by having a grill that shows the school you love? I am very excited that we have a new sponsor here on the 1012 Podcast, the 1012 Network, and that is Gridiron Metalworks. Perfect gift for the hardest shop for. These are metal home goods for college super fans. Okay. College collegiate branded grill grates and griddles and some fun home decor like some flower pots, some coasters, some bookends. These things are freaking awesome. I am so jacked to have these guys as a sponsor. Officially licensed grill grates and accessories, laser cut and engraved with your team's logo. Logo, school name. I, I, if I, I wish this was a visual medium so I could show you how cool this stuff is. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to grit, gridironmetal.com. Okay, go shop around. They've got all of the big 12 teams. Well, it doesn't matter what kind of grill you have. They've got one for you. And if not, just let them know, and they will make sure they get one custom cut to your grill. You can have Pistol Pete on your grill now, so you can you can get his nice little face right there into the meat, right there into the steak. Or you can get the OU logo, or West Virginia, or whatever Big 12 school you are a fan of. If you like to grill, this is the perfect gift for you or the person in your life who also enjoys a good grilled meal or a tailgate. I'm not kidding. Like you want to help, you want to make your tailgate look good. This is what you want to do. So gridironmetalworks.com or gridironmetal.com. Sorry, gridironmetal.com. It's a new promo. I got it. Promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. Get 15% off your first order. All orders over $100 get free shipping. This is... Uh, Look, I am so jacked about this. Like, I've been waiting for this one. We've been working on this one for a while. My father-in-law is an Arkansas fan. He loves to grill. I'm buying him one for Christmas. It's a perfect Christmas gift. I'm buying the griddle for myself because I like to have a griddle, and then I get a griddle that says Oklahoma State on it. Perfect. Bring it to me. Go to gridironmetal.com. Promo code 1012 gets you 15% off. Check it out. You guys are going to like this stuff. Like, I I cannot tell you how freaking excited I am to have these guys as a sponsor for the show now. It's... It's just people who love college sports and they make cool stuff. And uh, what better what better thing could you ask for to be a sponsor for a college sports podcast than people who also like college sports and make cool stuff that college sports fans can enjoy? So gridironmetal.com, promo code 1012, 15% off your first order. And uh, be grilling your favorite team into your... Ah, I don't know. I can't come up with a catchy slogan, so I'm not going to right now. We'll work on it. We'll workshop it. Okay. All right. Let's wrap up uh, with our last three picks on the show and get out of here. I know we all have things to do. Iowa State on the road at UNLV. The uh, Iowa State fans are about to drink Las Vegas dry. They're gonna look out, Natty. Uh, Iowa State, a 31, 31 and a half point favorite over under around 52, 50, uh, 53. Ooh, UNLV is not good. They're not good. And uh, that that 31 and a half is high. That's high. That, that, seems, that seems high. But after last week, as we talked about the fluky, unlucky loss for Iowa State, because again, Iowa scored 13 second half points. They came on a combined 10 yards of offense. Okay. Rock Purdy getting benched to cool off. Young guy coming in, taking a spot for a little while, looking impressive. That defense for Iowa State was so good. Again, Iowa scored 13 points on 10 yards. Iowa State, yards-wise, like doubled up Iowa. Iowa couldn't do squat. They could not run the ball. 
I think Iowa State puts it on ULV. I do. I think they put them on them. But I think the under hits because I think Iowa State does like all the scoring. I don't think they put up 53. I don't think UNLV even can put up 10 in this game. I can get the under or under at, uh, it looks like 52 is the best one. That's fine. 52, 42, 52 and a half? Yes, I'll take it. I think the under hits in this. I think Iowa State wins it. They probably cover, but I like the be- I like the under better. Uh, Chris? Yeah, uh, the Twitter vote is with Iowa State at 53.4%. Last week was a rough week, but I have a theme this week, and that is a bunch of Big 12 de- a bunch of Big 12 teams are going to bounce. Jeez, I cannot speak. A bunch of Big 12 teams are going to bounce back. And Iowa State's one of them. It's a big spread, but UNLV, they're just not good. I'm going to take the Cyclones to cover. And and, uh, hey, all their season goals are still ahead of them. They just Mm got to remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Looks like I can get you 31 is the best I can get you right now. So that's what I'll give you. Uh, Daniel, what do you think? Um. I'm actually taking the over on this game. Uh, there's nothing scientific. There is an angle I love that doesn't happen very much. Um, it only comes around literally like two or three times a year, and you got to have a really bad team at home. Uh, basically, it's really simple. If you got a total under 55 and a home dog of 30 and up, the over is, God, I believe it's what? like 12 and four in the past six years or something like that. Um, It's just such a funny, quirky stat, but it makes a little sense if you think about it, because you have this road team, this huge favorite that's in theory going to try to cover a spread, not try to cover a spread, but they're going to perform in a way where they're going to cover, in this case, Iowa State, 31, 32, 35 points. You have this home dog who's playing at home, and I guess it comes down to Philip, like you just said, you can't see UNLV scoring 10 points. Um, I think they might have a little bit of success more than that. Um, what do they have? They had 10 last week or maybe 17 last week against uh, uh, ASU, who has a uh, actually front seven performing very well. Uh, that was a really bad matchup for UNLV. I actually feel like UNLV is going to score maybe 17, even 21 points. I think Iowa State still might even cover. This is another one of those show out games uh, for the Cyclones where they have to really put their last game behind them. Uh, I think they're going to come out. I think they're a well-coached team. I think they're going to perform and be scoring sort of in the low 40s. Yeah, they're, they're going to break 30. They're going to be in the low, mid 40s. And UNLV, can they just do 14, 17 points? I think it's going to happen. Such a weird angle. Under 55, giant home dogs. Those games just go over. I have a lot of overs and unders this week. Like I, I enjoy them, but I, I kind of, I kind of leaned into them this week. I hope that doesn't come back to bite me. Um, okay, we got two left: non-Big Twelve and Dog of the Week. Uh, Daniel, who's your non-Big Twelve pick this week? This was tough. That there was a, I feel like there's a lot of good games. Interesting lineup. I'm gonna go with a, a pretty big matchup. Um, Auburn is at Penn State. Uh, what an awesome, awesome game. Where is that here? Sorry, just scrolling through my games, looking for it. This game flat out, I just had, uh, I have a big disagreement on the number. Um, I, I bet this at six and then a little bit. And again, today at five, uh, I missed the seven, unfortunately. So I was a little slow getting my numbers together, but uh, this is going to be a really tight game. I even have Auburn maybe winning this thing. 53 total seems just about right, but but five points for a non-conference visitor, someone as good as Auburn, that their strengths their strengths are going to do well against Penn State. Penn State is going to have a tough time uh, dealing with this Auburn team. They're going to be able to move the ball. They're going to be able to hang the whole game. I'm not totally buying Penn State's win against Wisconsin. I'm a little down on Wisconsin. Auburn. Take the points. I think they might even win. I know it's not the our, our dog pick, but I love those five points with Auburn. Uh, I actually get you five and a half, so there you go. I'll take it. Uh, give, you a little, give you a little hook there. Daniel, um, who is Coastal playing this week? Me. 
I think you mean Chris. Oh, oh sorry, Chris. Oh, Chris. Like, sure, I, can, <laughs> sorry. I can answer for you. You have me set. I'll set up for Chris. It's getting late. Yeah, it's getting so, late. Uh, so yeah Daniel, make Chris's pick for him because we all can. <laughs> so Coastal Carolina is uh, at Buffalo. And, you know, this is the game I was, I was talking about earlier with uh, with Daniel there when he didn't understand the line. It seems too good to be true. I mean, this is free money at this point. But I'll, but I'll take it. I don't understand what I'm missing. Now I get it. I'm on the train. I'm drinking all the Kool-Aid. I'd probably take Coastal Carolina as a three or four touchdown favorite at this point. But more realistically, I see them winning this game 17, 21 points. So just shy of two touchdowns, I'll definitely take that at 13 and a half. Is that FanDuel? I saw for 13 and a half. I'm okay. taking it there. You got, you got FanDuel. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, I've been looking around for one I really like. I'm having a hard time this week. I feel good about my upset pick. I feel pretty good about it. I'm having a hard time with the other one. And and then I came to one and I went, okay, 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 okay. Washington is currently about a 16 and a half, 17 point favorite over Arkansas State. Now this is not, this is new head coach for Arkansas State. Okay. It's, it's not the guy whose name just escaped me who moved off to Utah State. I can't think of his name. It's terrible because I've talked about him all the time. Uh, Butch Jones now, the head coach at Arkansas State, and uh, they've they've done they've done okay. They've done okay. They've covered the spread in both games against Central Arkansas, and Memphis, Washington. Not not good, not good. And I know they're at home, and it's a, it's a Power Five team, and they're trying to bounce back and figure things out. And they're gonna they're getting an Arkansas State team. Yeah, that line is too. That's too much. That's that's too much. Seventeen points is too much for Washington. I don't understand that at all. So I'm going to take Arkansas State to cover seventeen point spread. Now I think Washington probably still wins. They probably do. You know, they lost to an FCS team, got beat pretty pretty soundly by Michigan. It's probably their first one of the season, but not by that much. So I will I will take Arkansas State plus plus seventeen. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take my upset pick first, just so I, I make sure I get it down. I I really want to take BYU to upset Arizona State. Everybody's on Arizona State. Everybody thinks Arizona State wins this, and I think most people think they're going to cover it. Arizona State's really good. BYU, you know, emotional game with Utah in the in the Holy War. There's no way they can do it, and I and I want to, but I'm not I'm not going to, because there's one I like a lot more this week. Once I spell things properly, it'll pop up for me. You don't spell things correctly. Uh, Florida. Good old Florida. Miami, Florida. Six, six, six and a half point. I am, I am running out of steam here, so we got to wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> Miami is 0-2 against the spread so far this season. Obviously, they got crushed by Alabama, and they struggle with App State. They are a six, I'll get it six and a half, which I will, point favorite against Michigan State. Who's been surprisingly good so far? They they pounded Northwestern. They were a dog. They won by uh, by seventeen. Took care of Youngstown State, forty two to fourteen. I know they're going on the road. I get it, and I know this is kind of a popular, trendy. You know, Miami's not going to cover again. They're not. In fact, I'm just going to flat out say that they lose. I'm going to pick Michigan State to go on the road to a, Mich- a Miami team that I don't think is really that good. Uh, I don't think anyone. I don't. I don't know why they're still ranked. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I, they shouldn't be. And I think Michigan's going to pull this one off. I think Michigan State. Okay, let me make sure because I've said like eight different teams here. Michigan State is going to go on their road yeah, you and got beat it. Miami. No, you're right on. You're right on. You're good. All right, I'm done. Someone else go. <laughs> uh, you, you know you're tired when you bought a half a point on an upset pick. Did I? Oh no, it's just, yeah. no, it's flat. No, you it's the dog. T- yeah, it's the dog. It doesn't matter. They win flat out. I know you said, oh, I'll get it at six and a half. Over you know what, dude? Hey, you, I got good news. I got good news. You, you create like 40 hours a week of content. Listeners are going to give you a break. You're all good. Oh, for sure. Oh, they've all tuned out by now. They're like, we don't care about No this. way. You already talked about Iowa State. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll tell you, what, I'll, I'll go next because I will take that BYU game. Thank you very much. Ooh. Last week I wrote, this is from my notes last week. The newest Big 12 member just took out one Pac-12 member. Last week, this might get two with the night game in Provo. 
So uh, I guess let's make it three with a night game in Provo. And I get the bounce back. I, I, I get all that. But you know what? I'm going to – I'm secretly trying to pick these new Big 12 members because I, I do love – I just love the additions. I think it's going to be fun. So I'm going to ride with the Cougars again, see what happens. Okay. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a little bit of a play off of a pick that you guys had just made earlier. My straight-up dog win is Arkansas State against Washington. Um, I don't know what is going on in Washington. They have just performed horrible. There, there's a huge disconnect in that locker room that none of us understand. Seven points against Montana. Ten points against uh, a, a Michigan team that has an okay defense, a, a, a little bit above average college defense in my my opinion um and washington is absolutely inept and cannot do anything uh I, when this line opened at 16 i was blown away i bet it right away actually i even got a bad line it was 15 and a half when i bet it and when it ticked to 16 i was so confused like i thought for sure that thing was going under 14 um i don't know if people are using uh what are called priors in their models meaning they're taking numbers from last year this washington team is absolutely not on the same page I don't get what's going on. I'm not going to be surprised at all if Arkansas State wins this game. So it's like, hey, we're, we're out here just being bold, taking fun dogs. Arkansas State is going to beat Washington on Saturday. I like it. I like it. I like it very much. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I'm running out of steam quickly. <laughs> uh, you guys have been awesome. And before I fumble something else, uh, do me a favor. Daniel, we're going to re- check out the, all of your stuff. Uh, come, all, come find seriously, me. I'm, yeah, come find me uh, on Twitter at DannerB7. Hit me up. We got a Slack channel with about 150 guys just talking betting nonstop. Follow me on the Action Network app. Let's cash this weekend. Hey, I'll be, I'll be at Circa on, on, a, on Sunday betting college football openers. So come shout at me. Chris? Yeah, at the underscore LGG. Be sure to vote in the in next week's polls. I'll put them out on Monday. It'll be opening-ish lines. You know, maybe some value. Take your pick, and uh, we'll go from there. Of course, follow us on Twitter at 1012network, T-E-N, the number 12, the word network. Uh, we post for every show in the network. You can make sure and check them all of them out. Of course, 1012 Podcast, Rock Jock Podcast, Midwest Madness, Fire the Cannon, Funky Frog Pod, and Raspy Voice Kids. Follow us on Instagram at 1012pod. Uh, don't forget to sign up for our pick three. Link is in the show notes. You can find the links to every podcast and the network in the show notes as well. You can uh, be reminded of the promo codes for Symbol, Network 12, Homefield, Network 12, and Gridiron, 1012, T-E-N-1-2. Uh, thank you to everybody. It's been a lot of fun. Can't wait to see uh, how how this weekend goes. A lot of fun football to watch. So enjoy it all. I hope you're rocking home field apparel, grilling on your gridiron, and uh, keeping track of your winnings on Symbol. We'll be back on Monday to recap it all with with, uh, Andy and Jamie. And before I flub something else out, we're going to go. Podcast Network.